What are your thoughts on the traditional SMART goals framework? SMART goals stand for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. When I first learned that concept, it never really sat well with me. I think those are great definitions for defining a task. I never thought that it was a great definition for our goals, for our dreams, our aspirations. I think that we should reach for something more than what might we might already perceive as being achievable. I think our goals should stretch us and stretch our beliefs of what we're capable of. So in this episode, I'd like to propose reframing the SMART goal framework and give these letters some punch, give these letters some new meaning to setting goals. If a goal is really SMART, It should be soul-fulfilling. It should have movement of energy in your life. It should be amazing and rewarding. And instead of being time-bound, I want you to ask yourself, how much time per day are you going to spend on achieving that goal? Let me take a minute to challenge you right now to think of a goal in your mind, something that you'd like to achieve in the next three to six months. What is something big in your life that you would like to have, be, or do in the next six months? While we're talking about redefining the new framework for SMART goals, I want you to think about this goal that you have in mind and work through your goal as we go through the episode. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for joining us on the Shine First Today podcast. If you're interested in learning how to be highly productive without feeling stressed out and overwhelmed, then you're in the right place. Please consider subscribing so that you will be informed when we release new episodes like this one. Before we get started, I want to talk to you about our free mini course, Fall Asleep Fast. This free mini course is available now. If you are having trouble falling asleep at night because of stress, because of overwhelm, then this little mini course is for you. I will show you the techniques that I use to help myself fall asleep fast at night. We'll put a link in the description. Let's start by talking about why I wanted to reframe the SMART goals definition. A few years ago, I took a practice management class, and they asked us to pick three to five strategic goals that would change the trajectory of our businesses. Our homework was to apply the SMART goal framework to each one of these strategic goals. To remind you, the SMART goal framework is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. And what I found when I was going through that framework and applying it to the strategic goals, I felt that it was limiting. I felt that something that is achievable and realistic, um, I feel like it's the same thing, But it isn't stretching yourself. It isn't something that you're going to put a lot of effort into if you know you can already do it 
if you know it's realistic, if you know you can achieve it, you might not put as much effort into it. I think that's where the achievable and realistic part fail us because it doesn't give us any reason to strive to achieve something because we feel like it's already something that we can do. The other thing about the SMART goals framework is the time-bound portion. If you know how long something is going to take, if you know you want to get this thing done by a certain date, again, I feel like it's a task. I feel like that's a great way to define a task. Tasks are the steps that we take into completing a project or completing a goal. I feel like it will limit your ability to think big, to think outside the box, to think about something that is possible but maybe hard to achieve or bigger than you thought. And I think those are the goals and dreams that are really worth striving for. I'm going to take a quick example of a goal that I have in my own personal life, and I'm going to walk through with you what I think the letters for SMART goals should stand for. And the goal that I chose to work on today in this episode is I would like to be invited to give a presentation, to give a speech in London, okay? Why London? Because I love London. I've been there twice now, and I absolutely fell in love with the area, the community, the people there are so lovely. And I would love to be invited to give a presentation in London. It's hard to apply the old framework to that. I can't invite myself to do the speech. Part of the goal is me being asked. So some of the elements, especially the time bound, I don't know when this goal is going to happen. And that gets me to really what the fun part of any goal is the act of working towards the goal. When the thing happens, like if I actually get invited to give a presentation, let's say my presentation is an hour long. I will do all the work to prepare. I will give the speech. And that's maybe one hour of my life. But in the months and possibly years leading up to that, as I get to spend a little bit of time thinking about it and imagining what it'll be like when I get the phone call or get the email saying, hey, we'd like you to give a presentation for our event. Those are the moments, the journey of achieving the goal that I'm going to enjoy. It's the journey of planning to achieve the goal that is so much fun. I think of this when I'm planning my summer vacation or any kind of travel, really. I really enjoy looking forward to an event that's going to be happening in eight months. I really like the time leading up to actually doing the thing. It's fun and exciting and uplifting for me. What can I do in the meantime to align myself with achieving that goal? One of the things that happened recently for me is that I was invited to give a presentation to a women's conference in Charlotte, North Carolina. That was practice for 
ultimately being asked to do another event. I'm aligning what I'm doing now with the outcome that I want to have in the future. Does that make sense? Think about that. I want you to write in the comments and tell us what is your goal. Just the act of writing it down will help you achieve your goal faster. So I would love for nothing more than to see the comments section of this video be filled with your goals, your dreams, your biggest desires. Take a minute and write into the comments what it is you're hoping to achieve. Let's get into the new reframe definition for SMART goals. Let's talk about the letter S. I actually have two definitions for the letter S, and so I'm going to take a little creative license here and share both of those with you. The first S that I want you to think of is soul-fulfilling. Is this goal that you've been wanting to achieve that you're working on soul-fulfilling? The reason that we want to do that is because as we're trying to accomplish things, we want them to give us energy. There's a lot of things that we have to deal with in our life that takes our energy. And the goals that we choose to work on, let them be soul-fulfilling. Let us say, that brings me energy, that fills my cup, fills my soul. My idea of being asked to speak in London fills my soul because it will mean that I have been able to communicate my message well enough that people want to hear it. And one of the things that I'm very passionate about is helping other people get over panic attacks, anxiety, stress, the bad kind of stress, and overwhelm. And if I'm able to give a speech, give a presentation, and help other people, that fills my soul. The other definition for the letter S that I think is important is that you have to be able to see it. You have to be able to visualize it. And don't let your brain come in and say, hey, that's not possible. Your brain is going to have a tendency to not want you to accomplish these amazing goals. It's going to try to stop you a little bit and bring in a little bit fear and say, you can't speak in front of a lot of people in another country. You can't do this. You can't do that. And so we have to be able to see the goal as if it has already happened and not pay attention to any fears that might come up. The fear of the unknown is really common. And the more that you practice visualizing the goal as if it has already happened, the less the fear will come into place. You will actually have less time being afraid of something that you haven't done yet. So practice seeing the goal as if it has already happened. Practice seeing yourself standing in front of a large audience. Practice seeing yourself receiving a check if you're looking to increase your business and grow your business. Reconnecting, improving a relationship. That's always an important goal. Let's say you're having a falling out with someone that you love. 
visualize yourself and the other person coming together and resolving the conflict that exists. And as you see the goal happen, that will help bring the goal to you faster. Sometimes we only have a few minutes each day to spend on these goals because we have so many other demands going on in our lives. And if you only have two to three minutes a day, just spend that visualizing the goal, seeing the goal as if it has already happened. The next letter that I want to talk about is M. Let's reframe that and call it movement of energy. You have to generate movement. One of the things I'm seeing every time I look is recommendations to clear clutter. Clearing clutter is a great example of moving energy. Our clutter builds up and we put things in closets and we buy storage rooms and the clutter can be a stagnation of energy. It can block us from actually achieving our goals. So if you are not sure what to do to achieve your goal, if you're not sure what is the next step, go in and clear out a closet, clear out some clutter, do something that creates some movement and your goal will happen even faster. For the next letter A, I want that to stand for amazing. I want that goal to be absolutely amazing. I want you to say, here, I achieved this thing. I did that. Let it bring you confidence and pride of doing something, spending the time to do something that you feel is amazing. If your goal that you're looking at to achieve doesn't feel amazing to you, then Ask yourself, how can I reframe that to make it amazing? What's the next step up? What's the next level up? And don't worry about the how the goal is going to happen. The how will eventually come to you. The thing is to have a goal and make it amazing. That will also bring you energy. Let's let the R stand for rewarding. Let the goal mean something to you. What is the emotional impact that you will feel from achieving that goal? And this doesn't have to be based on anyone else's standards. This is only for you. How will you feel when you accomplish this goal? Do you feel like this is a rewarding pursuit that it fills your soul, it fills your energy, it fills your bucket, and you are proud. If the goal doesn't have the characteristic of bringing you joy, then maybe put that one aside and look for something else that helps you feel rewarded, that when you accomplish it, you're going to say, yeah, I did that. It all boils down to the letter T. How much time per day are you going to spend trying to accomplish this goal? We can have the goal of being an author. We can have a goal of increasing our revenue in our business. We can have a goal of improving relationships with our family. But if we don't spend any of our own time 
towards accomplishing the goal, then it's not going to happen. Where our attention goes, grows. I'm sure you've heard that before. What we put our attention on will grow. Even if you don't know how to do something, that's great. I would say, especially if you don't know how to do something, that's a worthwhile goal to spend time on. And how much time per day are you going to spend? You can do this very easily. You can say, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day. And you can set an alarm on your phone that says at 12 o'clock, I'm going to write for 15 minutes. And you can label the alarm, write for 15 minutes. It's very easy to get into the habit of spending a little bit of time each day. There's also time during the day that is downtime. Sometimes we spend time worrying about things that haven't happened yet. Instead of worrying about something or ruminating about something or stressing out about something, instead do the visualization exercise. If you're driving in the car, visualize what it's going to be like when you successfully achieve that goal. One of the hallmarks of pursuing a great goal is that you might not know how to do it yet. And what you're going to need to do is think outside the box and you're going to need to have some creativity. We did an episode recently on the benefits of creativity, on how it can help with problem solving and stress reduction. And I will link to it here. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you soon.